0: We need to start, Eric. That means start. I started. You, always you spent literally. So long. No, I, I started. Hours and as soon as, as I started because talking. Because I'm trying to find you where you. are like.
1: No, you need to catch No. Yes. No, I started <laughs> yeah. saying it as soon no. as you did. As soon she goes, as I started saying she you interrupting Recording
0: me. in progress. You go. <laughs> no, I went
1: closer to the microphone so I know I was speaking clearly and precisely. Did you know the two inch rule like this? that they always do. I was doing that. And Uh as soon as I started talking, I literally started saying, we need a catchphrase. And you started attacking All of that
0: took 20 seconds. All of that that you you, did not take 20 seconds. No,
1: it did not take 20 seconds. This is why we never get a catchphrase, because you're so angry, you can't think of one. You can't think of one. Your anger is causing problems, Keegan.
0: I have a good catchphrase.
1: Okay, let's hear it.
0: The best part is the silence.
1: So now, no, cause, no, because now you're making, because now you're like that's, doing an oxymoron because you just spent. i John.
0: John is in our Twitch chat, and he said it was only twelve seconds, which is still a long time. It
1: wasn't twelve seconds? That's it wasn't over that ten long. seconds.
0: No, it wasn't that long. Yes, it was. It was. Shout out to John Westhoff. You just had a you just had a comic come out too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should come on and talk about it sometime. Yes. Uh, yeah, so that's our catchphrase. The best part is the silence. <laughs> no, it's wrong for two reasons. One, a
1: we're a podcast by definition, we're talking. Two, we uh, you just spent the last like thirty seconds yelling at me about how long I was silent for. So therefore, the best part was not the silence because you just yelled at me about that. You can't. It depends it upon ways.
0: who who's who is it. Who is it to our listener? The best part was the silence because it was before we were talking
1: so you're saying the best part <laughs> about doing this podcast that's not part coming on because not... we
0: don't have a catchphrase we do have a catchphrase the best part is the silence
1: no we that's do. not our catchphrase because according to you the best part of our podcast is the part where we're not actually doing the podcast the silence
0: the silence uh in in music uh if you don't have silence you don't have loudness so it's like uh technically Arrest rest is a good note, you know. Silence right there. Boom. Right there. Everybody was thinking about it. Uh, Eric is, is back doing spreadsheets for his work. No. And I'm carrying this intro. Like,
1: I think like the Johnny Cage song where like, it's like 422 or whatever it's Yeah, called. it's like
0: three minutes and 14 seconds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he, he refuses to come on shows with good catchphrases. That is a good... Now now he's on your side, Eric. John
1: Cage, four minutes, 33 seconds. That's what it's called. Ah,
0: 33. I was wrong. I was off.
1: You also Uh, wrong about 20 seconds, too. I also...
0: I've done that performance before, but I I played music. (laughs) I screwed it up. I started playing a song. Uh, So, uh, what is our name?
1: Uh, Our name is the Dumb Comic Creators.
0: The best part is the silence. No, that's not the best part. I'm Keegan Schreiner. This is I'm Eric, Eric Schwartz. Schwartz. What are we doing? We are podcasting.
1: Yeah, apparently we're talking just a problem according to you.
0: Yeah, true. And uh, anything else? <laughs> uh, we have a guest. Oh, a guest. Yay. <laughs> Yay, we do.
1: Great. Uh, Eric, who's our guest? Our guest is Simmer. Did I say that correct, please?
2: Uh, yeah, that's right
1: okay thank you I was practicing
0: simmer sandhu mm-hmm. awesome
2: I'm sorry I, oh I, I said hello
0: hello Hi. welcome on oh. you sent us a, a comic to read uh, before the show it was the yellow devil part yeah one. Part,
2: one. yeah part one
0: cool uh, so tell us I are, are you the artist or the writer or oh I'm, his... I'm
2: I'm the writer and the letterer. The artist is uh, Christian David Navarro. Oh, cool. cool. Yeah.
0: How did you get started in comics?
2: Oh, um, I always, I've always made comics since I was young. Uh, but like um, in the last year of high school, uh, my school did this thing. Uh, our mascot was called the the Sand Vipers. So we had this thing called the Viper Venture um, where you, t- you took a week and you could do, take like workshops or, or anything that you wanted. And I saw a comics workshop. So I was like, Oh, why not? It sounds interesting. And it was actually only three days, but I had so much fun. We, we made a one page comic in that, in those three days. And I really had a lot of fun making that. So I was like, I want to keep doing this. Cool.
0: Have you had you written stuff before? Were you already a writer?
2: Yeah, I I had written stuff, but like, um, don't want to revisit my old work, you know? (laughs) It's yeah kind of, okay but yeah
0: cool and uh so what was the where, where did the story sort of come out of it's a western um you said that you're in northwest arkansas is that kind of how this came about is there a lot of uh this still going on
2: uh no actually um i Cowboys? <laughs> I, I wrote the story not not when i was living here um I was actually living out of the United States, but I I got this idea because um, oh I forgot what it's called now, but um, basically violence against uh, like Chinese immigrants in the the late eighteen hundreds or like throughout the eighteen hundreds, and I thought what if what if there's a, a story about revenge you know about them getting revenge and but then I wanted to have my own kind of spin on it that like vigilantes aren't they they're not um. They're not good, you know. There's consequences for your actions, so that was my that was my thing. But obviously, part one didn't really get to that part yet. Might make part two. I, I don't know, maybe soon.
1: Uh, were you always a big fan of westerns, or just for this one time?
2: Oh, I um, I went through a phase where I. I got really into Westerns. I think it was when the pandemic first started. Um, I started watching a lot of Westerns and uh, not a lot, but then I I started researching about Western culture and guns and what life was like back then. And now I kind of grown out of it, but yeah.
0: Yeah, it had a really good pacing.
1: Yeah, it was a good story.
2: Thank you. I um I honestly I don't know if I like it anymore. I feel like the um, the action scenes didn't come out as well as I thought, but but yeah, it was a good. You know, I'm still learning. So,
0: in well, terms of writing, that? How do, how was that? yeah, let's go. Let's explore that.
2: I feel like the action was was hard to follow, and I'm not sure if it was my my script or if it was the the artist. To be honest, but I feel like. If he had done a few more like wide shots it would be easier to see where where everything was and where everyone or that were you know what was going down
0: i see yeah um what what was the what was the script like was were you specific about like what kind of um what kind of like how the distance of the shots or was that kind of up to the artist in this case
2: yeah it was um Oh, man, it was a long time ago, but yeah, I was up to the artist. I would just be like, oh, um, Lee shoots one of the outlaws and then he shoots another outlaw. It was just like that. I, I think I should have maybe had more. Um, yeah, I've definitely improved as a writer, I think, in terms of comics.
0: You get more, you get more, like, instructions now?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, was this one of your first comics or?
2: Yeah, this was my first uh, self-published comic.
0: Oh cool. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The you, first one is the most important, but it's also sometimes not the best. Yeah.
1: You said your first self-published. Have you worked on other comics beforehand?
2: Um, I mean there's that I, I made like one page comics or I made back in high school I used to just draw like like one uh gag comics, you know, like it could be like four panels and then it would have a gag or something. And um, I, I had for making that, but then I got more into comic books and graphic novels later on. And I was like, oh, this is more interesting. I got, I have more, I can say more things, you know, more things to say, I guess. Cool.
0: What do you use to letter? Oh, uh, I, our, t- our Twitch chat wants to know.
2: Oh, I, I, I used a uh, Photoshop to letter, but I'm thinking of switching to clip studio. I think when they have the black Friday sale, I'll get it because I heard, they have way it's way it's made for making comics basically and um okay um, yeah
0: cool i i do have to say like i i'm not sure if i agree with you about the action scenes um just having watched like a lot of old westerns the good ones have these extreme close-ups um like this and you can kind of follow it but i i Maybe a couple pages could have used one more wide shot, but I don't know what. What did you think, Eric?
1: I mean, I thought that like it took me more than one read, but I was able to follow along pretty well what was happening, and it also kind of felt to me the way it was close-ups. It was more like of the western, you know, like the two people meeting in the middle of the road, getting ready to pull the guns out, the you know, the duel. Yeah, it was very reminiscent of that.
2: Yeah, I I think that was what my artist was going for, and well, I'm I'm glad um I I got positive reviews for it. I mean, like from people who've who bought it and read it, so I'm, I'm glad. they
1: that's
0: good.
2: That's good. Yeah. yeah, I definitely
0: think it's like one of those those artistic uh, impulses, right? To like watch your old work and like uh <laughs> shudder, like it's. Ugh. Like oh, what was I doing? You know, uh, but like nobody else sees that but you because you're just like the perfectionist and and you have the behind the scenes look. You know, it's like nobody else is looking at what you're looking at because you're just too close to it. Uh, yeah. To the no,
1: whenever an artist drops, puts something out, they're always like, "Oh my god, this is not good enough. We can never compare it to everything else." Whereas everyone the other person, it's like, "Oh my god, a great piece of artwork that is awesome to read." Yeah. And that's kind of like what it was like i didn't i would not have thought you would have been hard on yourself because i thought this was just a really well done story and everything so that was just interesting to hear
0: yeah also like what i really really like and was surprising uh you because you had reached out and you were like uh warning there's like racial slurs in this and and (laughs) violence and i was like Oh no, <laughs> this is going to be, this isn't going to work out. We're not going to end up liking this, but this, this had a like really nice uh, like sort of like the Django take where it was like getting revenge on racial violence and, you know, like racism, uh, which is, was like just a really nice
2: read. Yeah. I, I was, yeah. I was definitely inspired by, I, I love Django Unchained and um, so yeah, it's a great movie.
1: Uh, what advice would you give to yourself like if you're doing this again for the first time because you said you weren't happening something like what or what advice would you give to any young aspiring artist
2: oh just um uh, i don't know (laughs) just like um just keep going i guess you know um uh, like oh, wait are you talking about artists or or writers or or both oh,
1: yeah. both either yeah. or neither i mean if you want to talk about like making the perfect sandwich and what was the <laughs> what advice would you give to make the perfect sandwich let's go with that
2: um you, you just have to to keep doing it i guess and your the first times are, are gonna suck but um you know it's it's gonna get it's gonna get Easier, I guess, or it's gonna get more. And when it gets easier, it gets more fun. Um, but it's definitely it's very hard to start. And um, uh, there was there was this one uh, uh, YouTuber that I used to watch called Draw with Jezza. I, I don't know if you guys know him, um, but he he had this thing where uh, he would talk about different types of practice, and then there's um there's like uh oh shoot i forgot now but basically there's inspired practice there's like um which is like when you feel really inspired and, and you it's like the best kind of practice but it kind of it's, it's not sustainable you know you get you lose it it like comes at weird times and and uh it's definitely not sustainable if, if you're doing a, a like sizable project um And then there's like, uh, there's the other, I only remember the other one where it's where you force yourself to work like at a consistent time. Like you try to draw every day for uh, like a couple hours or something. And um, I think you need to have a combination of both. Um, So you you could have a project where that inspires you, but that also challenges you, I think. I don't know.
0: (laughs) No, it makes sense that's interesting yeah That's interesting do you do do you do like daily practice
2: oh no definitely not i um (laughs) uh like i haven't uh it's it's like on and off for me with with drawing and writing definitely i I write like in short verse so then i take a break and just think about it and then i oh i go back yeah
0: what are you working on right now
2: i am working on uh i actually just finished a comic that will be that will be published it will be my first published comic um it's called meat machine and it is uh it is a horror it's black and white and horror and uh it's about a cult basically and um oh, cool. yeah I'm, I'm i'm very excited about it and uh, it feels good to have it done you know even if it's yeah. just the first part yeah
0: oh that's great. that's great What's it about? Can you give us a synopsis?
2: Yeah, basically, it's about these two guys. They're they're two they're a rap duo, and um, so they're they're two rappers and they're on tour. Uh, they make a stop in the small town, and uh, they get hunted down by a cult, um, and it's like action packed and, and <laughs> stuff like that. And but it's also like uh, I tried to put in. Themes of like mental health and loneliness and and that kind of stuff that the main character faces and how he's be able to get manipulated by the cult um, and and that kind of stuff. I don't know. Oh, I, nice. I feel like it was it, it might be a little on the nose, but I'm definitely way happier than I I than I am with the the Yellow Devil.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: That's interesting. So, what's your view on country music?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> I I um I mean I, I recently moved here to arkansas to Arkansas what? like a month ago. Yeah. Okay. So so say
0: like you From probably where? have anything From else. Where?
2: Yeah. Uh I was I was before I was in California, uh San Francisco.
0: Oh okay. Wow, that's a difference. Yeah. That is yeah. A
2: difference. Are you yeah, dealing
0: so, with culture shock right now? Or are you like
2: Yeah, d- definitely like um back in San Francisco, uh everyone wore masks. And then you had to have your uh, vaccine
1: card.
2: Um, yeah, your vaccine card if you want to eat in a restaurant, and stuff like that. But here, no one wears masks, and no one really cares. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, wow. Like barely. I think like my aunt wears a mask, but then that's it. No one else wears masks. <laughs> Did you?
0: So, are, are you in school there, or are you working? Or
2: Yeah, I'm working um, at a gas station. Oh, cool. uh, part-time nice. and then i just make comics in my free time and
0: nice yeah
1: that's awesome do you play country music at the gas station <laughs> <What is your laughs> obsession?
2: i don't think he likes country he, said, music. Well,
1: he did two rap artists and i didn't know like there was like a reason why he chose two rap artists instead of like two country musicians
0: i think I, we've I, learned I just... something about like uh you know people don't just because they live somewhere they're not into the, the culture
1: I feel like I'm more enlightened and growing person. We thank you for this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I am um, i don't listen to country music uh, at all. I just, I, I listen to rap, like a okay. lot, lot of rap, but I'm kind of finding, kind of running out of artists to listen to. I'm one of those guys who just listens to the same songs over and over again until I get sick of them. I That's do so the they... same thing. So yeah.
1: I understand that completely. Like if you look at my playlist, it's like the same 40 songs I've ever, I've ever only ever listened to since <laughs> I was like eight.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then whenever the musician produces something new, you're like, it's not the same. And you get upset and go back to the original.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well when, when they produce something new, I like I get excited about it. And then when it comes out, I'm like, I'll listen to it later. And then... <laughs> <laughs>
0: When you, um, when you're writing and you you have characters, like the rap characters in your upcoming comic, like, how do you kind of, do you draw from real life or are you drawing from like, um, are you kind of like doing a character sheet? Like, how do you start when you're, when you're starting a comic?
2: Um, I don't, I'm kind of lazy. I just, I just make like a sketch sometimes. Like, um yeah just, just the sketch maybe like like i draw a couple i sketch a couple scenes that i that come from the comic and then i just go right into it i don't i don't know character sheets are my thing <laughs>
0: oh cool okay um, so when you when you start the comic though you have like some idea of where it's going to go or are you kind of like improvising
2: yeah i i, I definitely do if it's longer than like um if it's longer than like four issues, I'll I'll definitely write an outline first because okay. my brain can't keep track of that just on its own. Um, and,
0: and now you do all all the art too?
2: Uh, some of them. I'm um I tried, you know, I tried to draw the yellow devil um just on my own. Uh, but that was like a couple of years ago and it didn't look good. So I was like, oh, I should just get another artist. But now I think my art's improved, it's still not. Still not like the best, but um you know I got a got published, so <laughs> good That's, enough for that.
1: <laughs> I don't want to get you in trouble at your job, but do you like write stuff while you're at the gas station or anything or draw while you're there?
2: <laughs> uh no, no, I, I don't, but I do go on my phone sometimes and my manager's gotten upset with me. <laughs>
1: oh sorry about that. I know <laughs> I just because like I've heard stories about comic book writers who like work at the gas stations as well and always are just drawing and writing while at the gas station.
2: Yeah, I've I've heard of those too. I haven't I don't know. If I'm not mm-hmm. I need to be need to be in the in the right headspace and the right like location for me to work. Makes sense. My, my brain's weird.
0: No, some people some artists are like uh you know, not to say all artists uh fit into these molds, but no. some people just like to be in the quiet, solitary. But I'm, I'm somebody who could write whole plays at work. <laughs> uh, you know, entire, entire scripts at work. Uh, no future employers better listen to this, I guess. Yeah, no, all future employers.
1: <laughs> we are 100% dedicated to our work, and our one regret is that we do not have more hours Put more, yeah
0: more for the com- for the company more for, for the, the company, company. For, for the, the comp- company <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh yeah but yeah so like uh, but i don't know i think i thrive with that like um kind of giving my left brain to one thing and my right brain to the script and yeah
1: is there a reason why you chose to make this comic black and white or was that just like a just a like monetary reason that you know i don't have to pay colors now
2: yeah um (laughs) it was mainly the the monetary reason i just wanted to save costs but i i think the black and white works with the it's like very gritty and works with the tone so yeah yeah saving money is definitely a plus yeah
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) agree agree
0: yeah it was like uh, almost a horror comic at at some point you know yeah
1: well I mean you did have like your comic starts off with a bunch of men sitting around a campfire and then all of a sudden they're screaming who's out there and a strange and then like a stranger comes up and if, if I, I was like I didn't know at that point if it's just, like all right it's time for some werewolf action or not it's <laughs> <this case>, not
2: <laughs> yeah I, I can see yeah I can see that now that was not my intention but um, <laughs> but I was trying to make it like mysterious and stuff. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Is there like a goal for you as a writer to like keep things mysterious or do you like just want to like get something, just get the story out?
2: Yeah, I, I want to keep making stories and I want to keep, I want to try to make different kinds of stories. Um, I, I like different tones, maybe like different, um, maybe for different audiences, like, yeah, um, I tried writing a young adult comic recently, uh, but I, that's still a work in progress and I'm kind of stuck on it because I don't know, it's all, all of my other, my other comics are like mature comics. Kind of interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Is it a
1: preference of yours or?
2: Yeah, it's it's yeah. And all the comics that I read are, are like that. Um, well, I'm curious, like why,
0: why did you start a young adult comic?
2: um it's kind of it's kind of personal I have been um kind of struggle with like mental health and stuff and I thought you know maybe I maybe it would be a good idea to to try that um I used to read a lot of young adult not not comics but I used to read a young a lot of young adult books in in high school yeah like I went through a phase where I just read so many books um and yeah, some of them are really good and I thought I could try something like that, but with a comic, you know.
0: Yeah, that's cool.
2: Yeah.
0: That's interesting. Yeah, like I haven't I we we try not to swear on this podcast, uh, for like similar reasons, but like it's weird to like put yourself in a box sometimes, I guess. Uh I don't know.
2: Yeah, um actually I had this other comic that I'm working on. Um uh it was called um, Up in Flames and it is a crime like contemporary no noir, Noah, noir, however how you pronounce it. And um I I it got accepted by a publisher as well, a, a different one from, from my horror comic. And um and but then they dropped this ball on me that all that it would have to be uh ha- have to have a 15 plus rating at, at the minimum oh, so then wow. I, was, I was like oh i shouldn't uh, like i shouldn't censor myself but then i i reread my script and i was like oh i can just you know cut out some swearing maybe like because the, the 15 plus rating they they actually give you a lot of leeway it's like yeah it's yeah. like you yeah. you can have like you can have like a couple f-bombs you know <laughs> st- oh, stuff like cool. that
0: yeah you,
2: you can have like alcohol and and smoking as long as it's not glorifying i i think
0: who who polices that like the the publisher
2: Uh yeah the no um they publish on Comicsology. uh okay if you guys are familiar with that and and uh yeah. Hoopla, i think and okay. they have those own yeah so they used to be with those standards
0: oh cool i see okay so then so then Comicsology is like reading the comics
2: uh yeah they 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 do that and then they put the the age ratings and stuff
0: okay cool got it interesting how many uh how many comics are are you getting published (laughs) like
2: (laughs) quite a few right yeah uh just just two so far um okay yeah two is great yeah yeah do we have a uh eta
1: of the second comic uh the one the other
2: the other one or uh which one are you talking about sorry the one
1: or the 15 plus comic the one that you said the other one that got got published do you know oh, when that's like, going to be released
2: um it's going to be quite a while um because i i yeah the artist uh, i'm going to be honest she's uh kind of slow <laughs> but i i understand that she's been working through some some personal stuff um uh, and then it'll have to be colored as well and I'll have to letter it and, and I, I, I only have like a few pages so far. Okay,
1: uh, okay cool. All right, do you how when you work with the artists, are you um like very much like back and forth with them or is it or like are you guys actually working together like she'll call you up and share a screen or whatever and be like this is what I'm looking at right now. This is what's like I want.
2: Um, I I've never done uh, like a voice call with the with the artist. I I just I use like Discord or Instagram just to talk and do back. Yeah, we do a lot of back and forth, and um, and yeah, they they show me like you know the what I'm working on, and then I give them feedback, and then it's like different stages. Like there's like the, the sketch stage, and then the thumbnails, finals. You know the inks, yeah, stuff That's like cool. that.
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I found your Twitter.
2: <laughs> oh, you did?
0: <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm showing some pictures of the meat machine uh, characters, I think.
2: Yeah, I, I think they're on my Instagram as well. It's, it's like the black and white horror one. Yeah, yeah. Kind of scary looking one, yeah.
0: Yeah, what is scrapped?
2: Oh, Scrapped is another, it's a pitch that I'm, work, I'm working on too many projects. It's going <laughs> to be overwhelming, <laughs> but that is another uh, crime comic that I'm working on um, with another artist. Uh, okay. And But it's still a pitch. So far, we're almost done with the, the pitch packet. I just need to make like a cover. Um, and then I'm going to pitch it to some publishers and then you have a
0: catchphrase by the way simmer you have you have your catchphrase is working on many comics at once it's like i'm working on too many comics. like you've said i'm working on too many comics like at least three times so you have a catchphrase
1: yeah yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) but it's funny because his twitter page had his the name of his his twitter page is simmer is working on many comics at once. <laughs> that's his full name on Twitter. It's <laughs> yeah. really funny. Yeah. And it's funny that it came up in this podcast too. Uh, that's that's my point. Yeah. Nice.
2: Yeah, I mean it's true.
0: <laughs> I don't think I don't think so. I think uh, I think having your I mean comics take a long time to make. So yeah. I think like having many projects is is a healthy thing, Mm -hmm. and uh, my guess is that you're you're probably practicing more daily than you think you are, uh, going back to that.
1: I also think you probably don't, like, stop thinking about a story. You're not, because you said you're just, like, I'll think about something, and I'll stop thinking about something. I'm willing to bet that you, like, even, like, when you're not thinking about something, you are thinking about something.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, that makes sense. I'm always... I'm always thinking i'm always planning i'm always uh, scheming yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah we're calling you out because we're in the same boat so <laughs> yeah. it's just like cool that it's cool to see somebody doing that and like having so much work you know coming out yeah
2: it's, i mean it's... yeah definitely writing is a lot less uh a lot less time consuming and i want to say it's easy it's not easier for everyone but it's definitely easier for me than than drawing i find okay. drawing is, is is way more tedious than way more like time consuming in my yeah team.
0: agreed yeah uh, a, a page takes like a hundred times more hours than to to yeah. draw them to write for sure although i've done many many drafts of a script before you know like Writing takes a lot of time too.
2: Yeah, yeah. I do think I, I, I drawing agree. can take
0: a long time. So
2: yeah. And um I, I kind of had this uh I, I used to have this inflated ego when it came to writing. I used to be like, Oh, I'm so good at writing, you know, I don't even have to revise and stuff. And then I was like, I saw this um they had this uh screenplay slash comic writing competition that I entered. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna show them what's up." And then <laughs> I go- really got humbled. I really, really got humbled. Like they gave me, like they wrote so much feedback, and then they were like, "Oh wow, oh
0: wow,"
2: stuff like that. And I was like, "Oh man, I'm not as good as I thought."
1: Was oh, that no. a good thing you think, or is that a bad thing? You're like, were you glad that you got humbled in a way?"
2: Yeah, definitely, because um, they the the feedback they gave was really really helpful, and uh, I think I've really improved since then um I'm good, yeah, I kind of like now I kind of go with th- through phases of being like, "Oh my I'm really good," and then I go through like, "Oh, I'm really bad, and then it's just trying to trying to manage that was yeah. it's have balance, you know
0: it's never gonna go away, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's never gonna go away, unfortunately, yeah.
1: no writers i don't like think there's ever any writer that's like at some point they're like oh this is the most brilliant work ever this is so great and just stays like that there's no
0: look at at george lucas makes like the top grossing films of all time still keeps changing them still wants to edit them well, you know yeah. like I ah mean, oh, these suck
1: <laughs> I mean George Lucas has said that like the only time that he's ever felt control of any of his writings is when he's editing it so he has to go back and edit the films
0: all those special effects won Oscars at the time and he went back and just redid everything because they they were bad you know Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. heck
1: he, could, he wrote in that Han shoots first and hated it so much he literally <laughs> redid that
0: yeah uh yeah so unfortunately uh yeah i don't know if you like that or not but it's never going away those those yeah yeah
2: it has uh, ups and downs you know ups and downs Mm -hmm. it's part of the process
1: yes very much so
0: yeah Mm -hmm. cool anything else that you're doing
2: yeah. Or They're anything like
0: else?
1: That, anything else we should ask you? Actually.
2: Yeah. Um. I mean, you can ask me about comics I'm reading, uh, or stuff like that. I okay. love us talk about that.
1: Yeah. What comics you're reading? Um. Are you a DC or Marvel guy? And why is Spider-Man the greatest comic book hero of all time?
0: Spider-Man is not the greatest <laughs> comic book character of all time.
1: <laughs> no, I actually don't
0: think do that at all. I suppose that <laughs> question.
1: But, <laughs> fine. Let me rephrase this batman greatest great or greatest hero of all time
2: uh i i'm actually not a big superhero guy like outside of the movies uh it's just i i tried to get into them but it's kind of it's kind of hard to like find a starting point maybe if i haven't tried hard enough but um i don't know i i read like image I, i read a lot of image image comics and uh and then lately i've been trying to back comics on kickstarter feel like it's good to support um yeah
0: that's cool any good ones lately
2: um like indies or image or just anything
0: anything yeah yeah Um, what are you what are are some ones that you've liked
2: uh i there was a really um one i'm reading right now is called a righteous thirst for vengeance um i don't know if you guys have heard of that one but no. It's by uh, Rick Remender and the artist is um, Andre, I forgot his name, something, Andre Arujo or something. Um, and uh, I found it very interesting. Uh, the first issue is like a slow burn, like a really slow burn. And I, and I was thinking like, like um, where's this going to go? And I was like, oh, it's kind of taking a, a while. But then it ha- definitely had to pay off in the second issue. There's only two issues out so far, but the second issue is getting really interesting, and um, it's like a murder mystery kind of. Uh, where There's like dark web killings and really gruesome stuff.
0: Nice. He did. He um, did that. Deadly class, right?
2: Oh yeah, I, I love Deadly yeah. Class.
0: Yeah. Cool. I haven't seen all of Deadly. I haven't read all of Deadly Class yet.
2: Yeah, Deadly Class um, started off, I feel like it started off really good, but then it kind of fell off halfway after a certain point. I feel like if you know what I'm talking about, then you know what I'm talking about. But I (laughs) I don't want to spoil it.
0: (laughs) You don't have to spoil it, yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah. you don't have to spoil it. I'm not sure if we're talking about the same part. but. (laughs) But yeah, I I, I felt like it, it might have dropped off for me too. But yeah, he's, yeah. he's a good writer. Yeah,
2: he's Any... he's he's definitely like might be one of my like definitely top three writers, I think.
0: Oh cool. Oh cool. What about what about on Kickstarter? Any projects that we should know about or that you recently read?
2: Oh, I read this one um called uh, stay awake um oh shoot i forgot who's the writer and artist but I, it was published by afterlight comics but they did a kickstarter for it uh, okay and i found this one really interesting um it's a horror comic and uh
0: joseph oliviera
2: yeah yeah that, that's it yeah yeah it's a horror comic about this this uh this doctor he's like a psychiatrist i think and he gets visited by this uh, police officer to dis- to find out to to investigate him because his a lot of his patients have been committing suicide and then and then like stuff hits the fan.
0: Nice
2: goes down. Kind of loses his mind after that. Okay. He gets tormented by visions of his. Uh, oh, that's kind of a spoiler, actually, but tormented by visions of his of his. Uh, his patients that he failed to save. Oh wow! Oh wow! And it has a really cool. has a twist that I I really didn't see coming and really me. <laughs> oh cool. Yeah.
0: Okay. Are you
1: a fan okay. of like using Patreon or Kickstarter or anything like that for your stuff or no?
2: Yeah, I, I've used Kickstarter twice. I've um I've done two campaigns on there. And uh, how'd that go? Um, the first time, the first one, I. Got lucky because I, I definitely made a lot of errors. The second time I fixed those, um, and uh, yeah, second time I learned more. And that's definitely going to keep using it um, in in the future because uh, I don't know, just like the numbers and stuff, it makes my monkey brain happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, also- was the
0: first one. Um- for the yellow devil?
2: Yeah, the first one was a yellow devil. Okay. Yeah.
0: And what about how to make money from DMT?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's that's the <laughs> second one. I'm also working on that one. What but- is
0: uh what is how to make money from DMT? <laughs> the more the more we uh talk to you, the the more projects pop up. Uh
2: <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that one. It's about uh father and son duo. It's kind of like breaking is breaking bad inspired and they try to manufacture and sell so BMT, but it's like more, more lighthearted at, at least at the beginning, and and more like um it's definitely more comedic, or at least I try to make it funny. Oh cool. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Are you doing the art for that?
2: Yes, I, I was. Nice. I, I, I had a friend who was doing the coloring, but then he's not speaking to me anymore so (laughs) i um
0: wow yeah
2: (laughs) so i i decided to learn how to color in myself because
0: oh cool yeah yeah you're you're proficient in photoshop i'm sure you can figure it out
2: yeah any uh
0: any colorists that you're trying to like draw inspiration from
2: um i i took this uh i i took this um comics coloring workshop by the center of cartooning studies Uh, it it was an online workshop and it was like it was a week and it was like five hours a day for like five days um i actually got a scholarship for it um which is why i I went otherwise it would have been otherwise it was like a thousand bucks so i got it for free oh that's so So i i i went there i didn't know anything about coloring and i honestly like i i learned so much and i had a lot of fun my professors were great. My other classmates are great I really loved it
0: oh nice, nice yeah guys. so that's yeah. really cool yeah that's really cool
2: I'm I'm thinking like maybe I should be a student full-time at that <laughs> because I, I love it so much
0: yeah yeah, yeah.
2: Study that place full-time. is good is that
0: is that the one that's in Vermont
2: yeah it's in Vermont yeah
0: yeah that's a really nice that's a really good school uh yeah. the center for cartoon studies and yeah it's your, like you just said they have workshops online and everything um yeah but yeah it's in Vermont they're <laughs> they have like a low residency MFA I think it was like five of a <laughs> yeah and, and,
2: and I, I think they want you to have um a lot of prior experience like like several years worth of uh, yeah before you attend full-time so yeah yeah we'll we'll see maybe when i get to that level
0: i don't know yeah it's always worth applying if you want to do it it's always worth applying that's right yeah. that's what worst, i
1: say. worst case scenarios they say no so yeah
0: and the end they'll give you feedback and tell you why you know yeah
1: so you can yeah. try again you can do
0: better
2: yeah yeah definitely
0: But even if they just see promise, I mean, you have a lot of project, projects. <laughs> yeah. If they see if they see you know promise, then they might let you in, and you'll catch up. You know. That's that's how I got into my MFA program. They're like, no, 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 through my whole portfolio, and one thing was a maybe. And They're like, ah, eh, you know. <laughs> maybe the maybe the maybe has potential. And then, you know, I was a huge disappointment for two years. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of joking. So anyway.
1: Yeah, you it's more than two years. What? More than two years. No. So you're huge, you were huge. You said you were a huge disappointment for two years. Oh. I said more than two years. <laughs> oh,
0: thanks, Eric. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I know. Yeah. I began as a disappointment. I will go out as a disappointment. I was born in
1: disappointment. <laughs> you merely adapted to disappointment.
0: <laughs> I cast a shadow on this land. Uh. <laughs>
1: By the first time I saw a disappointment, the first time I saw it enjoyment, it was blinding.
0: That's awesome. So, That's
1: very- also- <laughs> <laughs> the quote, the Bane quote, where you just replace enjoyment with darkness and light but with disappointment and enjoyment. That was awesome.
0: Yep. Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. Thank that you. was very epic. Nick. I know. That's my
1: favorite <laughs> quote of that entire movie. I hate the rest of the movie, except for that part.
0: I don't even know what movie. What movie?
1: Dark Knight Rises, Batman, Dark Knight Rises. Oh, that movie
0: is garbage.
1: Yeah, except for that one quote where he talks about the darkness and the light.
0: Remember that time? <laughs> That he ejected out of a plane into a nuclear bomb. <laughs> oh, and yeah.
1: And, there, and then he's like, what about Fallout? And, and I'm like, yeah, it's a great video game, but I don't understand the point. He ejected. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Plot armor at its yeah. finest. I was I just watching be- the final uh the 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 drive F9 that uh the Fast and Furious. Have you, have you guys seen that? I've not yeah, seen yeah, the I, latest I've one. Seen it one of the characters in that movie has gained uh awareness that he's in a movie and has plot armor and and he like knows that he can't be killed basically he's like guys think about what all the stuff that we've done we're immune oh,
2: yeah <laughs> I, I remember like, that oh, yeah.
0: oh my god this this character knows that he's in a movie right now he's aware he's become aware that he's part of a that he's in a movie for people's enjoyment
1: do it whenever someone like does that i just want to see uh deadpool just in the background just nodding his head like approving <laughs> like whenever someone breaks the fourth wall like that
0: yeah in the in fast 10 he's gonna look at the camera and be like what do you think is gonna happen like like he's just gonna address the audience directly <laughs> here we go what do you think's gonna happen like jeff Probst and the new survivor uh yeah i'm bouncing everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Simmer knows what I'm talking about. I'm not going to spoil it for everyone. Go watch it, and you'll see the character that knows he's in the movie. Maybe that's like a cool uh, new trend for characters as we reach the metaverse. That some characters should know that they're in a comic book, or you know, in a novel. I, I don't know.
1: If you watch Doom Patrol, they talk like they the first season. There's very much well the first
0: yeah, Mister. Is it Mister Nobody? Yeah, no. I think it's,
1: no, and it's not just nobody, but it's that's yeah. something else. I'm
0: sorry. Yeah, I don't know. In uh, Doom Patrol, who's the villain? I'm looking it up. If you wanted an entrance into a superhero, by the way, Zimmer, I, I would yeah. go with Doom Patrol. It's really, oh, I okay. would say that's the most psychological of comic mm-hmm. stuff that I've ever watched. Uh, it's really a very interesting series.
2: I I have actually I've watched um uh, Daredevil. I, I really loved it. Um, I I was arguing with my brother, I was like, this is the best superhero show, even though I haven't seen any other ones. <laughs> and he, he he's seen a bunch, but I was like, no, this is the best one. And then I I, I made him watch all three seasons, and then afterwards he was like, Okay, yeah, it's the best.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was good it was really good
2: yeah
0: i really i've i've grown on doom patrol um it was mr nobody eric oh uh, anyway. okay yeah yeah it's a character who knows that he's in a tv show so yep. uh so yeah that's the, the the modern trend uh for characters uh simmer, this has been really fun uh mm-hmm. how can people find you
2: um instagram twitter um uh yeah that's it basically okay. i i might i'm thinking of starting a tiktok but i don't know yet okay we'll see
0: yeah and uh where, where can people find your comics? um soon to be on Comicsology.
2: yeah comiXology and um well if you follow my social media then i'll i'll post one of them will be like published like physically and it'll the publisher said they'll be in comic book stores and stuff. i will be so oh, exciting if I, if I see my own co- book in a store. I'll freak out. Yeah,
0: yeah that'll be awesome. That'll be really cool. Uh, cool. Well, uh, thanks for coming on. Thank and, you so uh, much. Yeah. Keep Bye. us updated.
2: Okay. Yeah. I'm Bye. Glad, so, glad to be here. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay,
1: sorry <laughs> for the early goodbye. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Bye. 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 Bye.